Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. This is your host, as always, Jared Perger, and we're here to talk about Penn State football. Now, if you're if you're new to this, we we're discussing Penn State football every week here on the We Are Podcast, and the kick times for certain games have been announced this week. It's not all of them, and a lot of them will come closer to the game time or, or to the game schedule. But the ones that were announced or determined uh, what channel they will be on and what station will be producing them or network, I guess you should say, you know, it's kind of freaky, right? So, or not necessarily freaky, but it's kind of interesting. So, obviously, we've got Auburn September 18th. They are. The whiteout game. That game's probably going to be on ABC. It's going to be the premier game of that week. Without knowing what other games there are, you don't get a Big Ten SEC matchup quite like Penn State and Auburn that early in the season and it not mean anything. Now, granted, it doesn't mean anything towards conference play or, or conference anything, but Penn State, Auburn are hitting the field at Beaver Stadium under the lights. Um, it's most likely going to be a whiteout. It's definitely going, it is already a primetime game. It's going to be on ABC. It's going to be everything that you kind of look for in, in a, in a night game, but that's not just the only game that, you know, it's been announced recently. Uh, Penn state season opener against Wisconsin. September 4th was a, is a noon kick on Fox. So it's probably going to get Joel Klatt and, and Gus Johnson as the announcers, Steve Jones, Jack Ham on the radio side for Penn state radio network. That's great. However, that is a Midwest kick. That's the middle of the country. That is the Central Time Zone. That's an 11 a.m. kickoff for a team usually ready to play on the East Coast at noon. So that time adjustment is going to be a little different. Uh, start to the day is going to be a little earlier. Uh, so that that adjustment might come in handy or come into play. Uh, down that road. Now, why is that important for Wisconsin at Camp Randall? Well, they don't have to play in prime time. States are opening up. Stadiums are opening up. Restrictions are being lifted. It's going, It would 100% be a, a full-capacity crowd, in my opinion, at Wisconsin if, if everything went the way that it should. Um, that's, that right there is, uh, huge. And now, especially you play that game at night, that's going to be even bigger of a crowd, um, to take care of. So Penn state avoids the late night crowd and they avoid that hostility. Now, granted going into Wisconsin and playing at 11 a.m., isn't going to be an easy task. Starting the season off on an uh, with a um, with a conference game, not an easy task, and it's not an easy task to go against Paul Christ um, in Wisconsin, no matter when it is. So that's going to be huge. But they go into uh, they go into Camp Randall. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a big game. It's going to kick off the season. Everything is leading up to this being one of the most pivotal and pivotal moments of Penn State season, right? And we're going to talk about this more leading up to the game. We're now under 100 days until Penn State football kicks off. So this is an important game. This is not necessarily a must win, 
but it would be an important win for Penn State moving forward. Number one, it gets them on the Big Ten schedule at 1-0. It gets them in the Big Ten Conference, 1-0. But it starts their season 1-0. We saw what happens when they don't start 1-0 last year, right? They they lose to Indiana by inches. Um, so, you know, getting a win against the Badgers is going to be huge. Uh, and it doesn't get any easier. You know, you look at you look at Penn State's schedule, and then next week they host Ball State. Well, Ball State's MAC champion. Ball State is primed and ready to go to to do just that. It's not going to be easy by any means for Penn State moving forward. Um, it, so you get Wisconsin, you get Ball State. Now, granted, it's a, they're a MAC school, right? Penn State and the Big Ten should dominate MAC schools, but that's not been the case. There's a lot more parity in college football than what there has been. And this is Ball State Super Bowl. You you come into Beaver Stadium. It's going to be a packed house. Listen, gone are the days. There's going to be a hundred thousand fans for a random Mac game. Fans have been deprived of Penn State football for a year now. Granted, last year was a was a great year to be deprived of Penn State football and seeing it in person. Trust me, if I didn't get paid to see Penn State football in person, probably would not have wanted to see it. However, Penn State gets Ball State at home. It's a 3.30 p.m. kickoff, which is the best time. It's on FS1. It's going to be an excellent atmosphere. It's the first Penn State home game in, in almost two years. You know, so That's going to be huge. That's going to be huge for the Nittany Lions. It's going to be huge for everybody moving forward. So you know they're going to have to keep that momentum. They're going to want to come out and play at their peak. And it's Ball State playing at Beaver Stadium. They're going to bring their best. This is their Super Bowl. This is their opportunity to make a statement, not just in that game, but nationwide. Nobody gives any respect to the mid-majors in basketball unless they beat somebody big. Well, this is Ball State's opportunity to prove they belong, prove they need to be in that picture uh, of competition throughout the country. And can they do that? You know, anything's possible the way that Penn State's played um, in recent history. Now, another game that was talked about as far as who it's going to be scheduled or who it's going to air, where it's going to air, I should say, is Iowa. There's nothing greater than some Kinnick magic, and everything is setting up for the Penn State-Iowa game at Kinnick Stadium, October 9th, to air on Fox. That's number one. Now, the time has not been determined yet. So that leaves a lot up to decision makers. Well, will there be more Iowa wave? There's going to be the Iowa wave, whether it's there's light, whether it's light or dark. But will it be a primetime game? I have no reason to not believe that it won't be a primetime game. Penn State Iowa, it's going to be a big time game. At that juncture of the season, it could have a lot of ramifications, both in the national rankings and in the Big Ten Conference. Everything that I would imagine is the case is going to lead to that game being played in prime time. Why wouldn't it? There's nothing better than the Iowa Wave as far as college traditions go. There's nothing better than Kinnick at night. There's nothing better than a Penn State-Iowa game that has the potential to be a classic. Just on paper, Penn State-Iowa games are typically incredible, save for a few. 6-2. But... Everything, in my opinion, leads to that game being a meaningful primetime game October 9th on Fox. 
Now, another game that was announced was Illinois for homecoming October 23rd. That game has been announced as a noon kick. That is great. I don't expect a lot from Illinois, but Illinois is prone to give uh, certain teams a run for their money. Penn State is included in that. So that game's a noon kick. The network has not been determined yet, but that's the way that that sets up for Penn State's schedule moving forward, and anything is possible at this point. So that's going to be huge. Um, can Penn State at that point in time be in the hunt for the Big Ten Championship? That's to be determined. But on the second segment, we're going to talk about how one website and analytic area and what they think about Penn State football and what they expect from Penn State football come this fall. So when we come back in segment two, we'll talk about that. For now, enjoy this quick break, and we'll talk to you soon. Welcome back to the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. This is your host, Jared Prugar. And let's talk pro football focus. And I say that chuckling because there are some times where pro football focus is excellent. It gives you the right analytics. It gives you everything that you could ever ask, ever need. However, there are some points in time where they just do some off-the-wall stupid stuff, stupid stupid analytics, and just don't make much sense. This is that time. So let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about Pro Football Focus, PFF. It's a company run by Chris Collinsworth. Fun fact, hopefully you guys learned that fact today. Now, they ranked the 130 uh, football bowl subdivision teams this fall. Penn State came in at number 19 in the PFF rankings. There are three Big Ten teams ahead of them. Ohio State. Iowa, Wisconsin. Obviously, Penn State is on the road to face, I believe, all three of them. So they're going to go to Columbus. They're going to go to Iowa, and they're going to go to Wisconsin. Not an easy schedule, but we're not here to talk about the schedule right now. But, you know, after Penn State, you've got Indiana 24, Michigan 25. Now, that's great. That's not a bad analysis. I think that's a fair position for Penn State to be in, given what they return, given their schedule, given... Everything moving forward. This is where PFF gets a little sketchy. In a separate piece, talking about conference title projections or probabilities for each Big Ten team, Pro Football Focus ranked Penn State all the way down at 9. Now, let's think about that to the couple minutes before this when I said that Penn uh, Penn State was number 19 in the uh, PFF rankings in the country. That's 19 out of 130 teams. Now, in this ranking system, they are number nine. They are number nine in the Big Ten. That means there are eight teams, according to Pro Football Focus, that have better odds to win the Big Ten title than Penn State. Now, Ohio State, Iowa, Wisconsin, Givens, one, two, three, right? Now, after that, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Michigan State, and Northwestern ahead of them. And on a given year, 
sure, I think those are sometimes they're fair. However, at this point, at this juncture, I mean, you can put Michigan wherever you want as long as they're not at the top because we know that Jim Harbaugh is not going to win a Big Ten championship. But to put Penn State behind Northwestern, who had a great year last year under Pat Fitzgerald, he's done an incredible job at Penn or at Nebraska. I'm sorry, or not Nebraska, Northwestern. In in the time that he has been there, you Michigan State, eh, Minnesota, awful year last year, not the greatest. And then you have Michigan, Indiana. Is Penn State a better football team than Indiana? I wholeheartedly believe that they are. Granted, last year did not prove that to an extent, but I don't, I don't feel that they should, as far as the conference championship goes, to be that high. So, you know, Illinois is behind Penn State. Rutgers is behind Penn State. Say what you want about those situations. However, you know, <laughs> the Big Ten West is the Big Ten West. Big Ten East is a, is a gauntlet, right? So, you know, <laughs> you take a look at the percentages. According to PFF, conference championship appearance probability is 4%. Penn State does have to beat Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin to get to the Big Ten Championship. Now, more importantly, they have to beat Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State to get there. That Those three teams, I think, are, are going to be integral in, in Penn State getting back to the Big Ten Championship. However, you've also got a Rutgers team. You've also got, you know, you've got that op- a Maryland team that Penn State embarrassingly lost to last season. Now, I don't think 2021 is going to be quite like 2020, but Penn State does have to show up. They have to. They have to play these games. They have to win. It. You know, every game is a must-win for Penn State if they want to get back in the national title hunt. Um, and I, and you know, at times they they look like they have that capability, and other times they deserve to maybe be relegated. You know, that loss to Maryland could they have been relegated to Division One AA after that loss? Yeah, that was that might have been the most embarrassing loss James Franklin's ever had. But that's not the case. That's not how it happens. Um, now, this PFF, you know, you, you're looking at um, some, some Big Ten odds. It, their projected win total is 7.2, 7. 7 and 2 tenths. Um, that's, you know, that's crazy. There, there's a lot of over-unders going around. Penn State, 9.5 wins. Um, this could be tough for them to get to that point. I think 9, nine, nine, nine wins is their ceiling. Um but, you know, anything at, at any point can happen. And that's that's what is crazy. Now, Penn State is littered with talent um, outside of, I think, really, the, the quarterback position. I think that the quarterback position is a weak spot. And not in a bad way. I just don't know what we're going to get from Sean Clifford. And we talk about that almost every week. But um, running backs, solid. Receivers, solid. Offensive line, I think, are going to be good. Defense is a little young, but the secondary is, is spectacular. Up front, there's a lot to be desired, but I think they're going to answer the question here uh, early in the season. So that's going to be huge. You know, looking at some more percentages, Conf- national championship win probability is about zero percent. Nobody's giving them a chance. Conference championship two percent, and obviously PFF's favorite player, the highest rated player is Jaquan Brisker, who was a PFF um, first team All American last year. So, who who knows what's going to happen, right? But Penn State, if they can go out and, and get those W's against Michigan, Michigan State, 
Ohio State, they put themselves in a very, very good position to get back to the Big Ten Championship game uh, for the first time since the 2016 season. Can they do it? I don't know off the top of my head if they can. But I think we're going to find out early, and we're going to find out that first week what Penn State's all about as they take on Wisconsin uh, September 4th at noon. Like we said in the first segment, that's not an easy schedule. That's not an easy first game. You're going to Madison. You're going to play at Camp Randall. Everybody's going to be jumping around. Um, everybody, they're going to be dancing on Wisconsin. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough atmosphere because that game's going to be filled with people too. I don't know nearly enough about Wisconsin's uh, fan capacities, but by by the time September 4th rolls around, I do feel that they'll be at 100% capacity, and I do feel that that's going to be a crazy game, crazy atmosphere uh, for the Nittany Lions and for the Badgers too. And it's going to be a different scenario because those teams finally get to play in front of fans for the first time in over a year and a half, and that is going to be a big factor moving forward for both teams, both Penn State and... Uh, Wisconsin, but also teams around the country, whether that's at Duquesne, whether that's at RMU, don't get me started on them this week. Um, as far as their athletic department goes, the football football program is what it is, but there's a lot to be kind of understood or, or kind of gotten to, um, by the, by the end of the season for, uh, for Penn State football. And, Anything can happen. Penn State has a good chance with what they've got with Mike Yurcich. Brent Price going to dial up some good things. The secondary, like I said, is good. Um, you know, front seven, I think, is okay for the Nathan Lions. I think they're athletic. You just got to put them in the right positions to succeed. Can Brent Price do that? I think he can. Well, what will the offense do? I think it'll have a lot of success. But that schedule to start the season is not easy. It just is not easy. Um so, I mean, like like I said, you go Wisconsin, you go Ball State, you go Auburn. Like I said, Wisconsin's noon, Ball State's 330. Um, Auburn is at night. That's a tough stretch to start the season. I understand that Ball State's in that combination. However, Ball State is a competent MAC team. Will they bring their A game up against Penn State? Who knows? But until next year or next week, I am sorry, this has been... Jared Pruger on the We Are podcast on DK Sports, our DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. I will talk to you next week. Hope you have a safe, healthy week, and I'll catch you on the flip side.